This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? I'm good. I'm in a house. There's a lot of space. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah. I did get immediately jealous. I saw, you know, for the listeners at home, if they if they don't, if they're not keeping up week after week, uh, you're in South <laughs> Carolina. I am. And you're fully social distanced and quarantined in South Carolina, going by all the rules for all the, you know, the fact checkers out there. But I, I saw <laughs> you on a, <laughs> I saw you on a dock and I was yeah. immediately jealous. Jess was you know, too it's from weird. the I, peanut gallery. I was debating posting that because I like feel like kind of an asshole. Um but I feel like it Why could be are worse. You I don't understand I don't know. that. Like, I, I don't understand. I know this is kind of a <laughs> weird way to start the podcast. I don't understand how people are are like, atta- I put up a post and it made me depressed to hear from like the, the, you know, the commenters where I was like, I put up a post that was like, you know, seeing people being in New York and seeing people uh, like on the beach and doing things. It feels like I was grounded while everyone else is on spring break. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. Like, like you're at a dock away from society. Like I'm closer to people. Like, why should you, you know, what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe it's like a, I should feel more humble about or not be sharing it. I don't know. There's always like a sense of like, where's the line between like showing off and like a, like, I don't know. That could be, that could be or a like great rubbing title it in, in all my New Yorkers. <laughs> Well, Faces. that would be a great title for a a book about Instagramming the line between showing and showing off. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, is that I mean, it's not like you're on the beach of Tulum being like with That's you true. Know, the drink guy next to you and you're coughing on him as you're taking away your pina colada. <laughs> like, that right. Would be well, a then the mob would come, would come after yeah. me if that was the case. Yeah. Um, I, so, yeah, it's not it's not that bad, but. I'm always kind of like, do you know what I mean? In the back of your head before you post I anything where you're like, eh, should I do listen, this? <laughs> listen, I, the, the responses right now are getting out of control. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I try to have as much fun as possible on social media. I, I kind of like live by like, is this fun? Is this funny? I'm not trying to be too serious. I'm trying to take serious topics and add levity to them. But like, I see, I saw this other post, um, by this dude, you know, you know, brunch boys. I like his 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 stuff. I've heard of I've heard he's, of them. He's good. He's a he's a good food influencer. I love watching his stuff. And he put up a picture of Domino Park where I'm not sure if Domino Park's a private park or a public park, but they put a, circles. It's a public park. I I lived used to. Well, I I do live right next to it in Williamsburg. <laughs> in another time before <laughs> the another corona, time, I used to. I just almost <laughs> said I used to live. Wow, I've yeah. been here. I've been here nine. well that's the thing days days take forever weeks go by in half a second 
Doesn't it right, feel like that? It's crazy. Yeah, that's so we funny. Got to four o'clock. Like- <laughs> <laughs> we got to four o'clock yesterday and I was so tired. I just like collapsed on the bed and took a nap. And then like Jess is taking pictures of me and posting them of me being this lazy fucking buffalo that's like passed out on, at the middle of the day. And it's like <laughs> four o'clock to 10 I o'clock those. is those seven funny. days. Yeah, they were good pictures. It was funny, but I was like. I was like, this day is never yeah. going to end. Like, this is like, and then you get, and then it'll be Sunday and I'll be like, man, it was just Sunday. So I, I, I have, it's weird how yeah. time has changed time, a little bit. Right. It's weird that it's been like a few months. Like it, in some ways it feels like way longer. And in some ways it feels like it just started. I don't know. I have yeah. no sense of like, of like if things are going fast or slow or which day is which, but apparently I and just you- said that I used to live in New York and you're a resident <laughs> you're a resident of south carolina yes apparently yeah, living by the dock you know i don't know exactly it's, uh, i'm a I, dock I, life living that diet for, for dock life with a with a y i um yeah but i saw he posted this picture of domino park with they have circles to show mm. what six feet is and i looked at that and i immediately was like all right there we go good you know, it keeps you, it, it, yeah. it reminds you if you're in the park, it can go, you know, because I've sat on benches and had people sat right on top of me. I'm like, do you know what year it is? Do you know what's going on? You know what I mean? So, and I'm sure when I try to be empathetic about it, I'm like, oh, that person just forgot. I get it. I would forget too. But when I see those circles, there is not no, one negative thought that comes to my brain. And then on the internet is just like, fuck those circles. Fuck anyone who likes circles. It's, uh, you know, conspiracy theories and all this shit. And you're like, ugh. And I feel like drenched in the negativity. And I, I, I know Makes we you want to turn these. the internet off. It, it really does. And I feel so like, and I have that moment where I just throw the phone across the room and then I go crawling back to it three minutes later. So I don't know. I, I, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you on your dock. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and, and speaking <laughs> of docks, I want to let everyone know, thank you for sitting by the dock of the bay with us at our live show last week what a time i we tape ahead of it but i'm sure it was a great time uh thank you to everyone who came we're gonna i'm sure we'll do more of them it's the format just works for what we did it at the live digitally. shows it works digitally it is a fun talk show variety show um anything else going on in south carolina anything else to talk about i don't know um hmm Oh, we're Not also really. post, we're posting longer snippets of the show on Instagram, and I've done oh, this yeah. for my podcast. And I think everyone, it, you know, it's so hard. We understand. We always say rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, a brother, a coworker, a sister, a mama, a papa, tell someone, tell someone. And we're I know there's a point where you guys are like, okay, I told someone, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's like I get that too. So I and I also understand how defensive people get about podcasts, but we want to grow this show. We're not done here. We want we want more. We don't have enough people. So we're putting up longer videos to kind of show people what it's all about in a different forum on a different platform. Platform. So on Instagram, on the UUPod uh, Instagram account at UUPod, um, or and also on my thing, tag people on those advice things. If they're if you have a friend that dealt with that same issue that we're talking about, tag them there because that's a nice. We're putting out a piece of cheese. We're asking you to break tag the mouse. Him. That's it. T- tag a bitch. Tag a bitch. Please. What are you? We, what are we talking about today, Jordana? 
Today we are talking about, and we've gotten a few of these emails, so I thought we should address them, um, about couples who are living together in quarantine who don't normally live together. And like mm. they're anxious about this transition back to right like back to regular right, life or whatever yeah, regular like, life might be right what's it going to be like once like uh the world goes back to normal i know everyone has their own opinion about how and what that will look like but i do think it's an interesting thing of like you're sort of put in this like escalated accelerated version of your relationship and then like sure. are you supposed to go back to normal are you supposed to like let's just move I in mean, together i mean personally i'm in that situation too you know, I mean, I, you were moving in together regardless, right? But even so, like if we want to relate this to any other type of relationship, mm-hmm. if you're, we moved in during a quarantine. So, you know, Jess and I know the dynamic of living together in a quarantine. We don't, we're going to a different dynamic. We go, right. you know, we're going to be, you know, we made fun of this in the beginning of this whole thing about how uh, the love is blind people. We're always talking about life in the pods. Yeah. And that's going to happen for people that are, you know, if you're meeting someone online and you've been texting and FaceTiming every week, you're going to be going back being like, remember when we used to talk during the quarantine? Like it's your, you know, life in the age of Corona. Like we always, you know, when you overdramatize it, this is what the dramatized version is going to be. Like, you know, Jess and I, I was traveling every week and now we live together in quarantine and she's working here and I'm working here. And it's like, we see each other every night and like every night around seven, we're cooking dinner together. And it's like, I'm sure there's, sorry, what's that? I was going to say, she probably seen you more in the last like two months than she's seen you in the rest of your entire year plus relationship, like combined. Absolutely. And we've been great (laughs) and having a fun time with it, but I'm sure I, I I kind of anticipate some sort of you know Friction. adjustment to yeah. like okay this is how real life goes versus like I'm not going to be home at seven o'clock to cook dinner every night or to be a part of that so like you know like this isn't exactly what it will be but I'm enjoying it now like I you know so I I do think like a lot of arguments will be had months from now like I don't want to be. Nostradamus for your relationship fights, but they're going to be, remember, well, you did this during quarantine. You were this way during quarantine. Now you're this way. Well, is there any part of you that kind of wishes that you could extend this, the way that you're doing things now more and more intensely than, than you were pre quarantine? Um, I mean, I love eating dinner together. Like I, I, I think right now all it does, like, to me, like, all it does is show me the things I do enjoy, you know, trying to come back to. I think a lot of the things we're doing in quarantine are because we have time. So, like, right. you know, so, like, for these people that are being kind of, like, pushed into a move-in over the quarantine, like, you know, you were dating 10 months and it was like, no, you just stay with me. And now you guys are, like, basically living together. Like, I I think, like, you're going to go away. Like, I remember um, Hurricane Sandy all of downtown was like taken yeah. out New York. And my brother was living downtown with two friends. He had two roommates downtown and I was on the Upper East Side. And during Hurricane Sandy, like they, like there were all these floods and stuff where basically you were like just kicked out of your downtown apartment. And my brother ended up staying on my couch and then his lease ran up. 
So then he was just on my couch for like <laughs> probably like like almost six months, I think. And, you know, those weren't easy. It was different. That's not how I wanted to live forever. But then we ended up moving in together like, you know, another six months later. He moved out and then he came back to New York and it was like we ended up moving in together. And I was like, you know, I, I don't think I would be worried about moving in with my brother as a roommate, but I, I definitely was like, no, it was fun when we did it. The good times were fun. And now like, I think it made that transition easier. So I think like for people out there that are like you were pushed into this move in with someone that you weren't going to move in with. You know, now you've kind of seen what that is like, and maybe that decision comes easier when it comes up. Right. Yeah, I think that that's like the hope for all the ladies out there. Well, who are, have been like forced into the. It's almost like a. It's it's kind of funny. It's like Love Is Blind, also in that like, you know, they're forced to either like say they're going to get married, like propose, or yeah. like or go home. So this is almost like, you know, you're forced to live together or never see each other. So it's kind of like the men are like forced into making these bigger commitments. Well, well, I would say that there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be bitterly disappointed as well. You know, they're going to come out of the quarantine and go, we just lived together for four months. And maybe and guy or girl, anybody, it doesn't matter who it is, could walk out of this and go, man, right. that was a lot. And I could never live with that person or... <laughs> Or it's I could I could live with that person, you know. Like I I don't I right. think like the 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 problem with quarantine is um and dating is that you're face to face with a lot of the answers that you kind of put off because you don't want to hear the the negative ones. Like well, it's funny I listened to um, Esther Perel. She was she wrote uh, a few couple books that I really liked. Um, she's like a psychologist, and I've listened to her on a couple podcasts since this all began about quarantine, she has like a mini series about like, it's basically couples therapy for couples mm -hmm. under lockdown across the world, which is really interesting. And she just talks about how like the, this like traumatic or this, this global pandemic is sort of a relationship accelerator, both like positively and negatively. So it makes yeah. people think like, um, it's either, if you're, if it's going badly, it's going to like go badly faster. I mean, you look at like Kristen and, Jay, Kristen Gallari and Jay Cutler. It's like one thing. Or if it's, but if it's like going well, people are like, oh, what do I, what was I waiting for? Like, you know, it's yeah. like, let's just yeah, bite the bullet. I'm, I'm with that. And I think, um, re I'd like to read the email first because I do have a thought okay. on my perspective as a guy that like, I'm getting so many women that, like, to me, this is the best case scenario for a lot of the women that write into us. Like, you're getting answers, you're getting the dates that you want, and there's still and now there's a whole new set of issues that women are asking about that I'm like, okay, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like 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 for this. We'll go to this person? Let's go do the email because right, I, right. I, I have like there's there's one part of it that I'm like I have to ask you about. All right. Hi, J&J. &J. Love you both. I've told everyone I know about this and even do a weekly thing where, where my three best friends listen and then we discuss the pod via FaceTime. Well, what a this great, week's going to be a week. What a great <laughs> quarantine idea. You're going to have a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. yeah. It's your um, email. Can you imagine every week you're like, what do you think of this idiot's email? And then they're like, oh, I'm the idiot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Love it. 
Um, I think this is very relatable for a lot of listeners, so I'll get right to it. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a while, and normally we live, t- we live 10 to 15 minutes away from each other, and we see each other a couple times a week. Because two of his roommates were still working at the start of this, we decided it would be best if he came and stayed with me so we wouldn't have to be apart for several months. I would say 85% of the time is great, except for minor fights, and I feel good about everything moving forward. That's However, about right, right? 85% of the time is like, I would say like pretty good. That's, I think that's where I'm yeah. at. 85% yeah. of the time. There's 15% of the time that I go for a walk and I, you know, get <laughs> the go fuck away walk, from, yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. yeah what? I think that's, that's, that's a good, good amount. <laughs> um, I'm taping with Jess over here to my left and she's, she's like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, however, we're in Ohio and things are starting to open up and I'm just worried that transitioning back to not living together and not seeing each other this much is going to be hard. Do you guys have any advice to navigate this transition back to normal life? Thanks so much. And I can't wait for the live stream Thursday. Yeah, I, I, the part where did you want my, no, maybe it was a different email. um no i i i think like the idea of like why would it like what i i is what would be hard to her going back to seeing someone less than you were seeing them like now i think that's hard this highlights kind of now you're especially for the person who maybe like has wanted to spend more time with someone historically sure than the other person you're getting everything you want right but also then, but then like, wouldn't you have, if that's the case, if you're like, I'm getting everything I want and it took a global pandemic and a quarantine to get you to like normal, don't you think that you're asking for a little bit of an <laughs> abnormal amount out of, out of your significant other? I guess. I mean, like you could, she said they were seeing each other a couple times a week. So like sure. a couple times a week to like all day, every day is definitely a big jump. Maybe, I mean, I, I think it would be crazy for her to, to think that things would ever, I mean, no one, no one sees anyone as much as, as they've seen their partner in the past two months because it's all day, every day. No one sees anyone that much. Sure. I, I just think this kind of highlights like a, a thing that we get written a lot. And this is kind of what I was talking about before where it's like, a lot of people, I don't think it's male or female, but we get so many more female emails that I, I would think it's, I, I guess it's anyone that's not in the, or I don't know. I, we get all these emails that are like, that they need answers now. And I'm like, well, why can't the answers come along the way? Like if you're like, like I, like if you're in this relationship, you guys are, you're, 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 you're having a great time 85% of the time. And then this quarantine ends. He starts to go back to his normal life. You start to go back to yours. Isn't it just nice that you had this, that this worked out? You got through it together. Like, I, I, I guess like what I'm, what I'm getting Men are at is always that, like, saying shit like that. Yeah. Like, why can't you just enjoy the moment? We're having fun now. <laughs> it's so annoying. Well, because, why? Like, <laughs> Because like you're on like different time frames than we are, and we like a lot. I mean, like they're biologically. I just think we're more prone to like wanting to to thinking about our long term futures. I think like biologically that makes sense for us. Just like in the sense that a lot of women are more like into planning things and want mm-hmm. security. 
Um, I think that makes sense in that sense. So it's like, yeah, it's not crazy for her to be like, yeah, I'd love to know like how this unfolds afterwards so that I can like emotionally prepare for like being on the same page or not. Like it's much harder to live in the moment, I think, when you're thinking we're we're thinking long term. But if you said if you guys did like how many months has this been? Four months, three months, whatever. We just talked about it. No one fucking knows. (laughs) So I let's say it's three months. You guys live together and eighty five percent of the time it's great. You have those 15 minor fights, but you wouldn't you like, I would say like, wouldn't you assume that that was similar to how they felt? Like if like the person that you lived with and then you get out of this and now you go back to like, okay, um, we can do that. So I, I think like, right. Well, that's why like, I, sorry. I think what she should do is just be like to the guy that she's seeing like, Hey, like, I feel like living with like this, this like kind of forced living situation has actually been pretty good. Like, would you, would you be interested in actually living together when this is yeah, all done? I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that begins the conversation. I think like, you know, it's funny. Like we used to always say like first date, second date, third date, sex, fourth date, fifth date, sixth date, you know, like that this messed with the calendar for a lot of people. Right. And this is now like first date, second date, FaceTime. Uh, what the fuck? And everyone's like, <laughs> I don't know what to do. And it's like, and then right. it's like, um, mo- you know, and then it's usually like dates, then, then move in, then engagement. Now it's like dates, then move in, then back to dates. And, and it's like people, right. I think a lot of people where they lack in confidence, where I am one of those people, I'm not saying I'm above that, but whenever your confidence is lacking, you're looking for some sort of like benchmark to be like, okay, well that went well. So I'm okay. We went on three dates and he called after the third date. We are doing good. Like you can lean on that. And it's like, I think we've taken away the benchmarks. Like, I think she's probably thinking like, I don't know what to think now. Like we've moved together. It went great. Now what? And it's like, the problem is, and I think this is why a lot of men are bailing on these FaceTime opportunities, is that the now what comes, and you're like, uh, again, as this is making things accelerate, the now what comes, and this guy's probably thinking, I don't know, we, we, that was good. I have a lease that runs up in seven months. We'll figure it out then. And it's like, I, that's what I would say. If I was seven months, like if we got out of quarantine and I'm six months away from my lease being up, I'd be like, yeah, that was great. Um, and let's see what happens four months from now. Let's do another check-in. Like I would be checking. Okay. I think check-ins I think that would be fine with her. Right. I'm right? saying like, right. I think as long as he's not like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like yeah, well, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, I think it's okay to like, I, I, I think it's okay to be like, hey, quarantine happened. We were this way during quarantine. That means something. Um, what does that, you know, for the next thing, I, I, I think like, there's this, like, there's this thought that like, we get out of quarantine and now you're stuck in the spot that you left quarantine. If you went over and had a social distance date with someone and, or if you FaceTime with someone 30 times over quarantine, just because you get out of quarantine doesn't mean, well, now you guys are in Netflix and chill zone. Like, I would right. still want to date. I would still want to go out. I'm sure those people would want that. Like, I think there's this like thought of like, 
Well, we got to I, I think everyone's timelines are going to be a little different and ha- you have to be okay with those timelines being di- and just like internet dating cha- and the technology stuff changed how your dating situation was different from your parents and they went from college sweethearts to like walking down the aisle. You're not going to go from 6 months living together to like okay, we're moving in now. It's just not going to work out that way. It's going to be a piece of how you make that decision. Right. But I'm saying like on her end, it's totally okay to say like this, we, we've kind of, we've tried this. I like it. Like, do you like it? What are your thoughts on like how this has been going? And then like kind of let that naturally lead into a conversation about like, you know, where things are going, where, I mean, I speak to women about this all day too. Like, we're always looking for an opportunity to well to, yeah i mean wait, to, <laughs> to bring it up well you have to be unafraid of doing like director's commentary to the movie and i i think mm-hmm. that's like a big part of relationships is that like this thing happens and now we discuss that thing so it's like just like you know those director commentaries of a the movie they'll do the movie and then the director sits down with the lead st- the lead of the movie and they go wow, this scene was crazy to make. You know, like, I think that's like the the navigation for the next thing is to go, that was pretty crazy that we just did that for three months. What did you think? And like, let the person right. talk. Yeah. And then it's like, again, it's just, you're, you're not like pushing an agenda on them. You're just talk, yeah. like hearing what their thoughts are. And, and then you can t- and then you can jump on any thought that they have and turn that into the a discussion about the next sure, steps. Sure, but <laughs> I, I think the the big thing for me is that like you can't look back at this and go, well, we're gonna keep having this because you have to remember a global pandemic is the reason you're having the perfect version of your relationship. So right. if that, I mean, for some, I I mean. The global pandemic, it can also work the other way. A global pandemic is the reason you're about you to get divorced. <laughs> are getting divorced. I don't know. I guess it doesn't work the other way for me because if like, you know, I, I guess it has to be taken into account, but also you have to realize that like this is an extreme time. Yeah. And I think that like you can take that into it into account, but I think it's also kind of like just because it happens to be a good test of what it would be like to live together doesn't mean like. You necessarily have to pretend that it's not. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. 
Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. You ready to talk about some awkward sex? I'm ready. Let's do it. I'll read it. Um, Hey, J&J. Love the podcast. This is more of an awkward sexual conversation than an awkward sexual encounter, but I think you'll still get a kick out of it and would love to hear you talk it out. This happened maybe four years ago. I was 25. My boyfriend was 28. And I truly never uh, haven't ever been able to stop thinking about it. We have been dating for about a year when we started to have a fight about something small that turned into one of those fights where you just bring up every single thing the person has ever done to piss you off. In the middle so much of fun. Our, <laughs> one of those fun fights, yeah. In the middle of our argument, he turns to me and says, you don't even know that I'm not circumcised. Got, I feel like you've all, got. I feel like you've got to read that line with a little more like. I, okay, so like, ang- like built up anger and feeling. In the middle of our argument, he turns to me and says, "You don't even know that I'm not circumcised." Is that how you would say it? <laughs> Did I? <laughs> yes. I think you that's. You don't that's even know that I'm not circumcised. I'm. Just, <laughs> I you thought I had a bar mitzvah you know, like, <laughs> which first of all is just a weird thing to say during any conversation that isn't directly related to your penis which our fight was not well she she can't say we had one of those fights where small thing turned that turned into one of those fights where you're bringing up every single thing the person has ever done to piss you off and then she goes well it's weird that he would bring up that thing. Well, if that pissed him off. Right. I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a, a problem with her retelling of this story. Yeah. I mean. Uh, right? Yeah. I mean, sh- I wonder what she said right before that. Yeah. Whatever she said, it's like, well, penis is off limits. I sort of froze because I didn't know what to say back to that. At that point, I had sucked his dick many a time. I love that line. <laughs> uh, at that point. I many a time. S- many a morrow I suck his boner. <laughs> <laughs> and trust me, 
he was circumcised. I've also been in relationships with guys in the past who were actually uncircumcised, so I feel extremely confident in knowing the difference. <laughs> I know a turtleneck from a from a crew neck. Uh, he has no foreskin. I don't know how to prove it any further other than to just ask you to trust me when I say that he was in fact circumcised. He kept talking and said it was something that sort of bothered him because no one had ever uh, seemed to notice before. None of his previous girlfriends, and even when he was playing sports, changing in the locker room, none of his friends had ever noticed, he f and he felt weird because they would even make jokes about guys who weren't circumcised in front of him, not realizing that he wasn't either, <laughs> but like he is. I like that he harkens back to high school right. in the shower, <laughs> The locker room. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what it's like, man. I'm in the showers. Everyone's making fun of the uncircumcised guys. I'm sitting there with my own eat anteater, and nobody notices me. Have you, have you ever seen School Ties? Uh, with no, Frazier? I, I'm familiar with the anti-Semitism of it, but I don't know the movie. Right. It just made me think of that scene because Brendan Fraser is Jewish, but no one knows. So, and they mm. and they're they're in the lock they're in the locker room also, and they keep making these like Jew jokes. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of like, <laughs> he has to just <laughs> pretend that it doesn't. This is like him. the opposite version. Yeah. I mean, there is the talk of the circumcised guy. Like, we all do kind of know who is, who isn't. No, just no. we all know who isn't because right. it is now such a different thing. Well, that's my question. I don't understand how this discrepancy is, is occurring. Well, uh, I'll, let me finish the, the email. Okay. The fight was so tense and we had much bigger issues to address that I sort of let it slide without it being, um, hey, by the way, your dick definitely is circumcised. I also feel insane to try to tell someone that they're wrong about their own body. We broke up a year later, and I almost wanted to tell him during our last conversation so that he wouldn't go through the rest of his life being confused about this, but chickened out because, again, that feels like an insane thing to do to try and convince someone that they're wrong about their body. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Also, red flag or deal breaker if someone doesn't understand their own human anatomy. Thanks. Uh, P.S. On a totally separate note, my most recent boyfriend and I defined the relationship at your live show in Brooklyn. In the beginning, <laughs> when you asked everyone to cheer if they're single in a relationship confused, and it forced us to acknowledge it and talk about it. So thank you. Oh, isn't I that love sweet? that. I love that because it's especially like the last conversation when we're like how to get people to like how to naturally get people to talk about sure. this thing. And we're like, who here is single? And she's like, <laughs> anything to say? Not this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, I so there's a few things here that are interesting to me. I do understand. Here's what I understand. There's a many things that are going on. I do understand why he brought it up in the fight. Okay, but like, 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 like I, I, like, if you think you're circ uncircumcised, okay, right, you, you're sitting there thinking you're uncircumcised, and you're with someone who hasn't really, like, that you're upset with, and then they don't know, and you think they don't know your body. From his standpoint, I can understand how that comes up in the fight. Let me defend him on that. She says it's a weird thing okay. to bring up in the fight. I'd be like, 
you, you, you're so. If someone was so confidently telling me how I was wrong, I would be like, "You're so con." It would. I would use that as proof that they shouldn't be so confident in the what things that they're saying. Right. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm I, I mean, as a I, th- fight I think technique, it's. I get it. I think it's no more weird than being like, and you don't remember. You didn't remember the name of my cousin. Sure. When you met her. Like, <laughs> her name was chode you know like, <laughs> like it's the same thing it's like you don't know me you don't even know me yeah that, it's a say to me i agree and, and if so w- let's get through that part now the other part is to say how could he not know right right two two ways that could go down one, everyone's penis is different. You would know that. Every guy you've been with has had a different type of penis, right? Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, I've actually never been with someone who was not circumcised. Jess, have you ever been with someone who's been uncircumcised? Yes. <laughs> was it a lot of foreskin or not a lot? She said so it she was clear. She she's saying she it was. She's saying it was clear. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, when she started dating Jews again. She was like, oh, "I gotta go back. I got. <laughs> I can't look at one of these." She was more concerned with the cleanliness, is what she's saying. Which I understand. Right, Schmegma yeah. is a thing that got a huge ew in this house. Schmegma is like the goo <laughs> that that coagulates inside. It's like when you get like the Dawn soap and you have to unclick the top. Is that what that top. means? Well, it's not that, that that's is not that what it means, but that's term? kind of schmegma. I don't know if it's a, that's what we always call it. I don't know if it's a clinical turn. I'm going to. Jared, have schmegma. you seen an uncircumcised penis? I've seen uncircumcised penis. Um, yeah, you just always know who has one, who doesn't have one. I've seen it in porn. I've seen it from a couple friends that have it. Um, I could understand where you just have less foreskin. You were just born with less foreskin, just like you'd be born with a bigger, small penis, right? I assume so. So you're so you're saying it is possible for her to just be dating someone for a while and not know that he's. I'm saying that no two uh, no two penises are alike. So I could understand that if a bigger penis exists and a, and a smaller penis exists, so can more foreskin versus less foreskin. Right. Okay. So you're just saying he probably just had a much smaller amount of foreskin than the average foreskin man. This is what I'm saying, but he didn't understand his lack of foreskin. So th- this is like a communication thing. He thinks he has the proper amount of foreskin. He does not. That's why no one in his life has ever noticed it. You would think he would Google that. I would think so. I would think he would want to know where he stands on the foreskin thing. But like I, you know, I'm, I'm also only confident that my penis is a strong medium based on the polling I've done of women, not because I look in the mirror. You know what I mean? I don't have literal dick measuring contests with other men. Like I have an idea of right. what a big now later in life well, I have an thing idea about, of a big penis yeah. versus a small penis. But I'm saying in the beginning I I didn't have a, a a penis reference 
to go from. Right. You kind of just have to like trust that it's the way you think it is. Yeah. Or trust I, I, the people that you're with if they tell you. Sure. I, I mean, then we're in, in the micro penis land. Like that's a different thing. I would assume that those guys know right away. But, you know, what do you have? Your dads and that's it? Like, I don't, I don't know. You know, showers, you have. Right. I feel like women are like that with like a vaginal like odor where we're like not really sure what it's supposed to smell like. Sure. Because we've well, only like it's not like we've smelled other people. Well, if you, if you want to get like a little like like a little trippy, like I don't know if you see the same blue that I see. Also true. So yeah. you know what I mean? So like this is on the, that that that's the same for the vaginal smell versus, and also the size like. We're not sure what our perception is of the next person. Right. So yeah. to defend him, I could see, but I guess as I get older, I see more male penises and I see more big penises and small. So I start to, I don't know. It, it feels like the other option is that his parents don't know how to talk to him about these things. Like they have a very conservative house. And it just never came up and they just let I mean, him think had, he was uncircumcised on his own, which would be weird. So you're saying you're saying that like he's actually circumcised, but his parents just never like told him just didn't know how to broach the subject and let him go on believing he was uncircumcised. That's much that, weirder, I think, than him. Having, totally. I, I'm going through right. all the options. I agree with you. As I say it, I'm like, yeah, that'd be if I were her, I would have to. If I were her, I would have to get to the bottom of it. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be like. You could let just this like, go. We've, we've got to settle this. Like, <laughs> let's. Like, do you with any with any other thing? Would you just let it drop a debate where there was a clear factual answer? Um, I, I. <laughs> if she was like, I, if Jess was like, the capital of New York is like Syosset. Yeah, you'd I be wouldn't. like, no, well, like let's let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> like, well. I think that that argument for the capital of New York is a little different because that is something we could go into a book and see. It's tougher to go and be like, let's Google uncircumcised penis and show me where you think you line up with these guys. Like, show me what you're talking. I guess you could. You could go Google uncircumcised and then you could be like, which one of these looks like yours? And he would be like, well, none of them, but I'm a different, you know, like, I don't know what his (laughs) response to be. Um, what yeah, if it were me, it? I would have to. I would have to get us on the same page. Um, I mean, she went another year. Can you imagine being another year with a guy where, like, he doesn't even know his own dick? Yeah, that's tough. I'm trying to think what the female equivalent is. I mean, it, I, it, I guess the equivalent is like being like, "I'm a double D," and then you'd be like, "You know, you're an A." Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, because I, I guess that's sort of equivalent. Although, I mean, like, force, it's either there or it's not. It's like... I'm just saying, no, but it isn't there Optical illusion? This is... My, or is it, it's only when it's hard, right? So when it's hard, there's no foreskin, and when it, it oh, goes okay. back into its cave after it's done. I don't know. I, I just think there's got to be different amounts of foreskin. In the same way, there's different amounts of, like, vagina skin. Mm-hmm. Like some vagina, not all vaginas look the same. What? The labias. 
there's there's like you know some people have big labias some people have small labias some none at all clits so yeah yeah jess bring did you hear jess <laughs> what about clits yeah i agree the clits are different sometimes a big old clit everything comes in all shapes and sizes we're that, all so that's special why I, yeah that's why i defend him what would you call it um What are you thinking? <clears throat> I would call this uh, for shamed. I like that. Um, I would call this for like he does. <laughs> like it's like a warning, like in golf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, don't know. Um, I don't watch too much golf. No, uh, it's to th- if you yell for when someone's in the way. So I, I don't know. That doesn't make sense at all. Uh, for shame. Um, penis predicament. Or just predicament. Predicament. Oh, I like that. Predicament is good. Yeah. Um, the dictator. The dictator. I like that. <laughs> Blinded by the skin. Okay. Would you? Is this red flag or deal breaker for you if it was the girl version? If a woman didn't, if a woman was like, "Yeah, I got this big old clit," and then I couldn't find it, I'd be like, um. <laughs> I don't know. I that's a tougher one for me to tell to like be like. Let me explain something to you. There is a full fucking. Um, there's a whole knocker on your vagina that you don't know about. Like it would be hard. Right. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like you would just like agree to disagree on this one. No, I. I I'm trying that's to think the weirdest of how part they, to me. Like if a woman looked at me and was like, "You don't even know my vagina," and I'd be like, "What don't I know?" It, it would probably be on the on the the wave like the I can't make her come and then I guess if it was that I'd be like I thought I was why don't you show me what you'd like like I guess that's how you what you're saying is right like my my investigation would be a little different so I gotta be a little quieter because <laughs> I'm screaming about clits while Jess is on a call See, this is what <laughs> quarantine is like. This is the 15% we were Why talking about Why would anyone want to go back to anything else? <laughs> yeah, to be told to shut up about the clits. What do you think? What, red flag or deal breaker? Um, if it was a guy and he said that, I mean, I'd be like, I thought you were Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my mom is going to be so upset. <laughs> um, I think, again, like if he was unwilling, I'd, I'd be like, okay, like, let's see it. Let's discuss this. Yeah. And it would and have then, to be during a, like a non-fighting time. Like you'd right. have to be like, like I would have to, it would have to be after everyone's come that we, you can, okay, 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 the war's over. Let's right. talk. Let's, let, right. Let's right? break this down. Yeah. yeah. If he was unwilling to do that, it'd be a deal breaker of otherwise red flag, I think. Okay. Has anything like that happened to you before? Have you ever seen a I've never even seen one except for on the internet. Just on the internet. Or have you yeah. seen something on a guy's body where you were like, what is that? Like I, you said you were with a circumcised guy, uncircumcised guy before, but. Um, I don't think so. What about you? No, I, I'm usually like when I, when, you know, I think like there's so many times we get these emails that are like, um, what does he think of my body? It's like, you know, like I always kind of live by like, I've usually been in the bed with when I'm in the bed with someone, I'm just happy to be there. Like, I don't think there's ever been a moment where I'm like, 
what the fuck is this extra skin doing here? You know, like I, like, like I, right. I've never really had that thought. So I'm assuming like it doesn't happen a lot. Cause if someone yeah. spent a whole night with you trying to like, you know, you know, having a good time with you and then you end up naked together. There's never this thought of like, where did that come from? Like I'm usually, and also women's clothing pretty much you know, is so much more shapely. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of the problem with the penis is that like women, you never really you have no get, idea what to expect. You have no idea. It's kind of a weird, it's like thing. a box of chocolates. Never know what you're going to get. I kind of feel like I agree. Like attraction for me is like sort of binary. Like I'm either like attracted or I'm not attracted. Yeah. It's I'm usually already th- not yeah. like, yeah, I'm attracted, I'm, but it's like, I've never been like, Oh, I can't believe I'm going home with this monster to, you know, be, like it's never, that's <laughs> never happened. Nothing gives me naked confidence, like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows um okay let's emails uup at betches.com uup at betches.com i matched with a guy in the beginning of quarantine and the first week we spent hours every night on zoom and we really hit it off finally agreed to have a quarantine date and i drove an hour south to hang out at his apartment 
We hit it off in person too and ended up spending the whole weekend there and every weekend since with him. We're both, we both acknowledge that we've become very close very quickly due to the COVID situation. Joking that we've already been together six months, I really like him and he's expressed he feels the same way. That's one of However, those jokes. That's one of those jokes that happens in the beginning of a relationship. It's like, we've been together six months and then you keep repeating it. And then someone repeats it in a way where it's like, are they mad that we're together six months? You know, like, <laughs> right. Is this, is that a good thing? We're is not that sure. A good thing. Yeah. So she said, however, I'm conflicted before we ever met up. I was doing some social media digging and found out he got married in 2015. And it looks like they were together as recently as April, 2019. Oh boy. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up right away because we were still getting to know each other, but now it's weighing on me. He mentioned past relationships, but nothing about being married. Is this weird that he hasn't mentioned being married? Is there a valid reason he might not have mentioned this? Is it weird if I bring it up? Should this be a red flag or a deal breaker? P.S. She still has his last name on all of her social media, and because their last and because their last post together was April 2019, it occurred to me that maybe they aren't even legally separated yet. SOS, help. Sincerely, I might be the other woman without knowing I'm the other woman. Okay. So they become very close quickly during the COVID situation, joking that they've been together six months. And then she finds out he was married right. and she had no idea. So well, guess that's the what? difference between the joke <laughs> and the real thing is yeah. like haven't been together <laughs> six months because no, that's weird. That's weird. You I mean, you can't. If I, I, I can't imagine a scenario where that's a huge part of his life. And if they were together as early as they got married in 2015 and then they have pictures together to 2019, that's four years of your life that you've just left off. Pretend it, right. Pretend it didn't happen or like a major life milestone. That's like yeah. saying that you don't li- that it's like not failing to mention that you don't live in the state that you're currently in. Yeah, it's a big enough thing where you got to go, okay, then what else were you able to hide? What else? And, and I, I, I do think that connects to like, you know, also it connects to like how much you're getting to know each other, like how much this person is opening up. I think a lot of right. times people think like, oh, they're definitely opening up. They told me about their brother and sister. And it's like, no, they, they you know, like, you know, like, again, this is kind of back to the idea of like, using these quote-unquote normal benchmarks to relate your own happiness to like she's being like we've been to get you know we're we're close enough where we're making jokes about being together six months and it's like so that means we're doing okay and it's like no it doesn't no it doesn't and if you're using these things to be like oh well because we made that joke we're okay i think you're looking at how this relationship is going the wrong way. Like, well, you know how what I mean? should she, what, what, what do you, what do you think the benchmarks are to decide if a relationship is in fact, okay. To me, there's no, I, to me, I've never rated my, I'm always like, am I having fun with this person? Do I want to keep having fun with this person? And okay. that, and, and, and that keeps repeating itself. Like, I think like you go on a second date and you go, what are your last relationships like? And then they go, well, you know, I dated this person. I dated that person. And then like a, a month later, I, they, I go, I go and find out that they were married for four years and didn't bring it up. I would go, okay, well, I'm now having a bad time with this person. I need to right. get some sort or- of answer. Or this person isn't exactly the person that I thought they were. Or this person uh, yeah. isn't, communi- isn't communicating in a way that's 
perhaps makes them a good match for me. I think, I mean, would you bring it up if you were her? Absolutely. Hey, I just saw that you were married for four years. What the fuck? I can't believe you never brought that up to me. Like, there's a (laughs) point where, like, I understand that, like, because the quarantine rushes things along, that doesn't mean you weren't, you aren't, you have no right. She's relating her rights to a one-month relationship where she says she feels like she's in a six-month relationship. No one can tell you how to feel. So you feel how you are. That is where you are. And you asking this question will kind of unearth where he is, where he really is. Because if he goes, whoa, 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 don't ask that question, then it's like, oh, wow, I guess I saw us being on a different page than you are. Right. I feel like there's this sense, especially in the midst of like a quarantine situation where you're like, oh, like I have very few options right now because if it's not this guy, I'm not going to be able to recreate this whole like, you know, every weekend I go to his place thing. It's not quite as easy to do in this situation than it might be in the real world in a normal situation. So I think there's, she's probably scared of like, Oh, if I rock the boat on this, then like I could just be left like alone in my apartment and like, I'll feel shitty and this is better than nothing. I mean, to me, that's a bad, I mean, like that's, that's like staying someone for the kids, you know, you you don't even have kids. (laughs) I mean, people do that at least with kids, there's lives involved. It's only your life you're wasting. You know, like, you know, when when I hear we did it for the kids, we stayed together for the kids. I'm like, okay, you put your life on hold for those other two lives to be better than you think they would have been had you guys broken up. I get that. When someone does that um, with no kids involved, I'm like, okay, you put your life on hold for the hypothetical loneliness you might feel. Like, I'd rather get through the loneliness so I can find better. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I think it's kind of, but I do think it, it can feel like, oh, like, I don't know when the situation is ending. Like, this will feel like this will feel worse than like to end it will feel worse than just being. Yeah. But it will feel better that to end it, it, to not end it would feel um, better than to be like alone, just thinking about it all the time. Sure. But then you get into like the real world and you're like, you know, then it becomes this other thing of like, like it's like when someone's like, should I break up with them now or after their birthday? And it's like, (laughs) <laughs> There'll be another reason to not break up with them. Like you're going to find if it's not the birthday, it's going to be Arbor Day and it's going to be 4th of July and it's going to be their parents just got a divorce and it's going to be their mom died and it's going to be their grandma said, you know, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, it, it, there's always another reason. So like for me, you know, with these relationships where you're like, well, I don't want to feel lonely during quarantine. All right. Do you want to feel lonely while out of quarantine because you think that there's other things going on so you'll be distracted i i I don't know i i i I mean i agree i agree with you the right thing to do is to bring it up right away and to 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 test this person based on how they they react because if you are like we said kind of earlier if you are dating someone six months those are the kind of things that do slowly reveal themselves or that would reveal themselves but you haven't been dating for six months so i think this is stuff this is stuff that i would expect to come out date one i think you could you could bring it up date two or date three. Okay, or okay but not before your not at least six before months. Your sleep. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. They haven't been dating six months though. But but I'm saying but even more to that point, 
if you feel you're six months in with someone, that's where you are. Like, you know, I, I, I think, like, she's afraid that he's going to respond to it being like, you don't know me. You've only been with me an actual one month. And it's like, no, you were in on the six months joke before I found <laughs> out you were fucking married. You know, like right. because you know, like, he agreed to the six month thing. If I were him yeah. when he heard that, he would have been like, well, like, I don't know well, exactly. Lot, <laughs> it's not that funny. There's a lot you don't know. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like I, right. I, it's I, I understand the fear of bringing this up, but I I'll also like. You're now everything is a lie to me. Like if I found this out about, you know, if I found this out about Jess, um, a two months into dating, I'd be like, well, hot. If they could lie to me about that that easily, I guess lying is a part of who they are. And right, or covering up aspects of their life is a part of who they are. They're only showing me what they think I want to see. Yeah, this changes the the my viewpoint on who they are as a significant other. And going forward, like I, if I brought this up to a someone I was dating, I was like, "Hey, I I can't unsee what I saw. Um, I saw you were married for four years, even as recently as like almost a year ago. Uh, what's up?" And then they'd have to come to me and go, "Uh, like they'd have to have like a really very real response to that." Do you think this guy could still be married and like with this woman? Um, I don't think they're still, uh, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess he has an apartment, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 the only reason I say maybe is because if he was able to get through whatever amount of time they were together without this coming up, then what else was he able to do? Right. You know, like, like she doesn't real she doesn't actually know him. If someone doesn't tell you about like a major life event of theirs and you think and that you're really dating them, like sure. you're not. You don't know each other. You don't because this is 4 years of this is the equivalent of not knowing they went to college. <laughs> like it's even worse cuz it's, it's worse. like this is like more personal even than like attending a school. Like yeah. you could go to college and not have gotten much out of it and it's not a big part of your life. You like were married to someone for 4 years. That's like yeah. So she's got. She has to bring it up. Um, I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but it it's a sign that you are not. He is not as close to you as you are to him, and that can that that happens a lot. Yeah, I agree. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on, and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? 
I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Let's do some more emails. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. J&J, love the show. Grateful to have you guys to look forward to each week during these times. Here's the situation. I'm in my mid-20s, have been alone in my apartment since mid-March, but made the decision early to essentially quarantine with my downstairs neighbors. We live in a three-story walk-up. There are three guys and one of their girlfriends that have been in the apartment. So three guys, one of their girlfriends. I knew them from hanging out a few times. I... E.g., if I had people over, I'd invite them up and vice versa. But we definitely were not close prior to quarantine. Long story short, I started hooking up with one of the guys about a month and a half ago. That sucks for the the fifth wheel. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. We're all a big happy family yeah. except for the <laughs> Ron, one guy. Ron takes a lot of long showers. Uh, so, <laughs> but we definitely were not close. Long story short, I started hooking up with one of the guys about a month and a half, month and a half ago. We see each other four to five days a week and do everything from cooking dinner, running errands, walking my dog, watching shows to sleeping over. It definitely feels like more than a hookup and almost like we are playing house in a three-year-old relationship. Um, especially because we are frequently hang, hang out and sleep over without hooking up. We had never had any conversations. Just like about- all couples who have been dating a long time do. <laughs> Just sleepovers without touching. Exactly. I, I, that's one of those things that she put in there is like, well, we must be serious because we're not having sex as much. It's like <laughs> you're sleeping together. It doesn't work. It doesn't work that, doesn't work that way. No. Yeah. <laughs> we- <laughs> I could, it's not like a right it's not like a necessarily like a good thing for the first couple months yeah and also it's like also <laughs> not a bad it's just like okay let the guy fucking sleep you know like he's got to like right yeah we had never uh had any conversation <laughs> as if having sex with her f- every night would mean that they're less of a couple Right. That's basically. It's very weird logic. Yeah. (laughs) We had never uh, had any conversation about what we were doing. But the other night we were both super drunk and I asked him what he's thinking. He basically said he likes being with me a lot, but he's not ready to jump anything more serious because he had a messy year long situation and three and three weeks before quarantine started. Uh oh. Uh, I feel like in a normal circumstance, this answer is a cop out and basically means they're not into you enough. But I guess my question to you is, can someone be genuinely be into you, but not ready for a relationship? 
I feel like I'd normally run in this situation, but unlike past guys, he has given me no reason to think he has a bad he he's a bad guy or using me. Pretty much, he always initiates hanging out. Yeah, because who else is going to initiate hanging out with? <laughs> right. uh, initiates sleeping <laughs> over. <laughs> like it's not a big thing to go up a floor. Um, or, right. Uh, even if it's we're not, not hooking difficult. up, generally treat treat just treats me well. She acts like I, I I listen. I love her for emailing in, and I think this is a very worthwhile. She's pretending email to they're not in a world of five. Yes, I agree. Well, he comes upstairs She's every pre- day. <laughs> you know, like, right, um, as if like I, like I think I do think in the real world, if this were like normal life and this was happening, yeah, I'd think that was like some crazy mixed signal. I mean, I'll let you finish, but like... I, I, I feel like the circ- current circumstance have put us in such an odd bubble, and while I'm definitely not looking for this to be defined during quarantine since I have my own hookups that need to be resolved, I don't want to get more invested in something if there's not a shot of eventually... If a, I don't want to get more invested in something if there's no shot of it eventually becoming a real thing. Or, hold on. I, let me read that sentence again, because this is the sentence that I spent, I, I read 7,000 times. I don't want to get more invested in something if there is no shot of it eventually being a real thing. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, the, on this, uh, on if he genuinely is in a weird place, and I should just take it day by day and see what happens post-quarantine, or if this is a sign that I'm just his quarantine distraction. Thanks for the help keeping me entertained. What do we think? I think she's the quarantine distraction. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think that can be true. I mean, I I do think that she's looking at this like, oh, I'm in, um, like, again, like what what I was saying before. I think she's saying like she's making the situation as if it's in the real world in the sense that like I see all these these signs that he's into me. He comes over every night. Um, not even just to hook up. We do, we hang out, whatever. But like the one sign that's the most important is what he said when she asked what he was thinking. And what he said well, I, is that I, he's not looking for anything serious. I, to me, I understand his point of view where he's like, we met in a, we met literally in a, a pod. This is how we met. This is how we grew to know each other. I have no idea what the dynamic is going to be between you and me when this thing lets out. Is that what he said? Or did he say, I'm not looking for anything serious? No, that's not what he said. He said, I'm not looking for anything serious right now. I think the, but to me, and she's saying, I I just don't understand. She, but I'm saying, how could he know? Hey, this has been a lot of fun. I'm enjoying our time together. I have no idea what I'm going to be able to give you as far as a relationship is concerned when this thing lets out, when we're allowed what to see other people. Other people the coming options, into options. You know, the options. Right, I'm saying his, right, yeah, his options. So he's saying, yeah, like when I have one option. You're it. Yeah, this, I'm having a lot of fun. When yeah. I have more options, maybe not, which is like, fine. If that's true, that's true. That's okay. That's honest. But it's also like not something that someone who I think respects and likes herself should be like, okay, well, like, uh, we'll see how much longer I'm the only option for. Well, even I think, well, I understand (laughs) that. But like even with a relationship ending three weeks before, like a relationship ended three weeks before, three weeks later, the one, uh, you know, the one person left on this deserted island said that they would fuck him. 
Like I would, if I'm him, I'm like, I'd be like, I'm batting a thousand. I got to see what I can do in the real world. Like I do understand that, that thought from his which, point of view, which I, which I'm saying like, fine on his end. Fine. He's not in a relationship. He doesn't technically like owe her anything. I'm just saying from her point of view, like it's not, it's a little bit insulting, which is fine. I think like, again, like it's not like he's trying to insult her, but I do mm. think it's kind of like if I have, I am we'll see what we'll see how things go when I have more options. And like, if I'm still doing as well is like sure. not something I think not a guy that you want to be dating. I do think that like, or like, fine, you could say like that. That's cool. I respect that. But like, I'm going to detach myself a little bit from this. Well, so I mean, I, I, I kind of look at like Jess and I living together during a quarantine. We've only lived together during a quarantine. I have no, and our dynamic has been great. I have no idea that our dynamic being great in quarantine doesn't necessarily mean that our dynamic living together is going to be great post quarantine. I think it will, but I don't think one is indicate one is indicates the other, but one doesn't mean the other is going to definitely happen. So are you saying you're, this is the equivalent of you saying to Jess, like, I don't know if I want to get married yet. Let's see how life is after the quarantine. I would say, yeah, it's very, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is going to be like when we, you know, I, I, but I also, I have the luxury of not being asked that question because we're committed to each other. So like that's, to me, it's, it's less insulting to, if to, for me to say that because we are living together. We are together. Like, it's not like right. I'm like. Let me see how, how the other pussy tastes when we get out of here. You know, like, I'm not going to like, you know, but I, I do, um, I do think his, his, his response is adequate. I don't think it's like the idea of it, like, as a that's what I'm saying. Out, I don't think I don't, he's like a bad, I, I don't think he's a bad guy. I agree with you. I think it's adequate. I think it's fine. I think, it's, but I do think that there could be a scenario in which he was like, oh, like, yeah, this is great. I met someone who I think is like amazing. I feel like super, I would feel like super lucky if I could be with them. Um, so I'm going to just jump right into it, which would be like, obviously like doesn't happen that often with men, but can happen. And I think it, for, for, for him to be honest and say that, and then she's like, okay, well, um, she clearly wants something more. So they're on a different page. It, 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 it's, um, it's the equivalent of buying the first house that you see. Like to me, like I, I can't <laughs> like I, He's I dated before listen, He's dated but he, before though. three weeks out of a three year old relationship. OK, I am not I'm I'm getting out and, and then I get through I get out of a three year relationship. Then 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 the world says you got to stay home. I'm like, fuck. Like, like, I'm like, I can't. Uh, and I'm sure he's what swiping. I'm sure he's on apps. And I'm sure he enjoys her company. And I'm sure he's not sure. So I, I think like for her, like the one sentence that I reread that I like can't get over is like, I don't want to get more invested in something if there's no shot of it eventually being a real thing. I don't understand that. Like, I don't, what don't understand. You understand? <laughs> I don't understand that mentality. Like, you, you know, the idea that like, like I do think this quarantine ends she can go, uh, she's going to find out real quick if she still likes this guy. But quarantine ends, she's going to figure out real quick how she feels about him. Not how he feels about her. She has to, she has to change that perspective because she's going to get out of the quarantine and he's going to go, he's either going to go, let's do a date this Thursday or he's not. 
And when he right, doesn't, but then she's just she's just waiting for like she's just waiting to see if he chooses her. Then no, she can say. I I mean, you could. I I would say she's waiting to see if he's lives up to what her standard is. Like after this is over, she has to decide what does she want from this guy. Does she want dates? Does she want you know? Like I say, I think like actions. Like what kind of actions do you want? Do you want this guy to like kind of like keep wandering upstairs to sleep next to you or do you want him to like make a certain type of effort and i think it's about like this negotiation that she just had she went to the negotiation table she was like ah what do you see this being and he went i don't know we'll see when this is over and then she got she got his offer of basically let's keep fucking and have no you know and have no labels and she took it and she was like, OK, I'll take it into consideration. Like she's going to have to like be at that negotiation table afterwards and be like, OK, I'm cool with that. No label thing. But like you haven't asked me for a date in two weeks since this thing let up and I need a date. And he's either going to do that happen. or not. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. But I, like the idea of like, I don't want to get more invested. I don't understand. Like you have because, to like, let yourself I think get that into somebody. You don't somebody. understand that because you. Right, but she's going to... I understand what what she's saying. She's like, I don't want to continue to do this and get more emotionally attached to this person who's telling me that, like, they're not sure and, like, it seems, like, probable that he's not going to date her, right? Mm -hmm. So she's like, I don't want to get much more, like, emotionally involved in this. And again, like, we've discussed this before. Like, when you have sex as a woman with someone, like, you become more attached. Like, there's, it's like a hormonal fact. You just do. So, yeah. like, I think she can say, like, oh, I have these other hookups that, like, I would also have to... That's bullshit. Yeah, like, she bullshit. likes this guy. Yeah. She wants to date him. And I feel like I'm, a, I get, I'm like, tired of the girls who write in and who are pretending that they're not looking for anything serious when they are, which is fine. We should just admit that we're looking for things that are serious. It's like, you can mm. own that. That's like, you're right. And, like, I don't think that there's any reason to not be looking for something serious if that's what you want. To that point, she has that conversation with him. He says, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do after this. I'm just having fun right now. She could look at him and go, okay, good to know. I'm not going to be a choice in this. We should probably stop doing this then. Well, I think that's what she should do because I think she can be honest. He's being honest. And I think what she can say is like, hey, like, We've been seeing each other every day. I'm starting to get like kind of like attached and perhaps it seems like I might be like more into this than you are. Mm. So like if that's what you're looking for, like that's totally fine. Thank you for your honesty. I just don't, I feel like we should probably not be doing this as much just to protect myself. Sure. And I, I think like you can do that without being personally offended. Like I think like that's kind of the way to go. I think where these things get messy is you go, well, you want to fuck everybody and not just me. Uh, so good luck, you fucking piece of shit. Because a lot of people are like, is this over? Will they give up on it? And it's like, well, it doesn't have to be over. Like, you can be like, okay, I hear what you're saying. That's not the type of situation. I'm not looking to be in, sort of, in an American Idol competition with 30 chicks after this is over. So good luck with whatever you're doing. And you have my number for when you want to be, you know, dating for real. Like, I think that door could be open. Yeah, I agree. I think you can say it in that way. I don't think, again, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't think he's a bad guy. I actually yeah. think, like, it might be easier for him to to pretend like like he sees a future with her. Um, in this after situation. This ends, right. Yeah. And, and, right. For, for himself during the situation in order to prolong it, I think, like, 
saying what is actually true and honest, which it seems like he's doing, is like actually a nicer move because he's giving her all the information to work with. Yeah. And she can and make her own decision. It's not, you know, the opposite. I guess the other the other way he could have gone has been like, no, we should be together. And then the minute this ends, he ends it. And he's like, yeah, I, right. I guess That's I rethought this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would actually be like a dick move. But I well, think this is like kind of nice. Well, she needs to start acting how he acted. He gave an answer where he was okay with her leaving him. She right. needs to give an answer where he's where where she's okay with losing him. Agreed. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do some games. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. So this is Red Flag or Deal Breaker. J&J, love the podcast. My brother and I listened to your show, an interesting Red Flag or Deal Breaker that was brought up during our conversation. So here's the deal. Back in high school, my brother liked a girl that lived down the road from from us. He was going to ask her, her to homecoming until he saw her driving through the intersection right next to our house. In his words, she made a violently polite stop at the four-way stop where her car visibly jolted back. In other words, she came to a complete stop. So is coming to a complete stop at a four-way intersection in a residential neighborhood a red flag or deal breaker, or is it not a big deal at all? In his opinion, this shows that she's hell-bent on rules with a type A personality, which could cause problems in the future. Would love to hear your thoughts on this. This is a ridiculous one. Of course. So she's, he's saying he wouldn't date her because of a full, complete stop at a four-way intersection? Yes. But he, here's the thing. You were there to see it. Did she say that? Could she see him? I don't think so. My brother liked a girl that lived on the road. He was going to ask her uh, until he saw her drive. I don't know. That's a, that's a bad reason that, to not I'm, take someone. I'm okay with that. I'm I okay that with it. They're a safe driver. What is <laughs> like? That's a problem. A, right. Yeah. You, you what, won't what be so upset world. when you're not contracting an STI or whatever that's called right. now. You know, like, exactly. oh. Yeah, loose driver, loose person. Let's go to the <laughs> next one. Okay, you got it? I've been dating this guy for a couple months now. We're official on almost every level. We've even t talked about moving in together. I've been vegan for about a year now. He is not. He's talked about becoming vegan, but it doesn't feel like he's trying hard enough. Last weekend, he drank a latte with whole milk. <gasps> and, and whipped cream. <laughs> After we left the cafe in the car, I mentioned that if he was isn't vegan, this isn't going to work out for very long. Wow. I know neither of you are vegan, so you might not be able to empathize with me. No, I'm not. Uh, but I would like an <laughs> unbiased opinion. I feel like uh, if we were to live together and not be on the same page, it would be a divided household because we would be uh, we would have to separate groceries in the pantry and fridge. I want a life partner, not a roommate. Is this a red flag or deal breaker that A, I'm asking this of him and B, that he isn't trying after he said he will? This is an interesting one because it's like, I can't believe that they have gotten along to this point. Well, he was probably like, I'll, yeah, if that's really important to you, like, I'll try to do that. And then he was like, fuck this. I'm not going to. Yeah, like, this is. We're in, this, we're in deep enough where I'm past the like, the like sure. trying to flatter you stage. And I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to have the latte with whole milk and whipped cream. Yeah. She said that they've been together a couple months now. So like I could do two months of acting very uh, polite about someone else's 
eating habits and whatever right. they do. And even I, like I, doing it around them. Yeah. yeah. So this is the, him slowly revealing his real self. Like even, you know, Jess and I, when we moved in together, like, oh, we like I'll always sing like getting to know you get it, you know, like. <laughs> Because it's a great song. Yeah. Slowly revealing things about yourself. To me, this is less of like, I think when you're actively trying to get someone to like be your match, they're not your match. Like I, like if someone was like, I need, but for us to live together, I need our groceries to be bought in kind. I'd be like, ah, this isn't for me. Right. Well, it's funny. It kind of reminds I me mean, like, so I grew up kosher. Mm-hmm. Um, you did? And so I did actually. I grew up kosher. Is, we had like really? a super. This is like finding out you were married for four years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm crazy. not, I'm not anymore. I'm not anymore, but I did grow up in like a kosher household, like the works, like two dishwashers, that mm-hmm. whole thing, like no ham, any of that only kosher meat. Um, wow. All that stuff. Um, so, I mean, like there was a, time i guess within my family when like that would i feel like that's sort of the closest equivalent thing that i can connect to in terms of the vegan world absolutely of like you know like people and people who have a kosher house like they can't really be with someone who doesn't have a kosher house it's not like it's sort of like because they want to raise kosher kids they're not like oh i'm just going to personally be kosher like it has to be like a full household experience and mm-hmm. if one of my parents wasn't, I mean, wasn't into that, I can sort of see how like it might cause a lot of issues. So in some ways with her, I'm, she's kind of like, this is like my thing. It's super important to me. It's almost like my religion. Yeah. Um, and if you can't do it, like maybe like we're like, you know, we're not, you're not really, you're, you're not as into the same kind of lifestyle that I'm in and maybe we're not a match. So I don't like, at first when I read this, I was like this girl is like nuts like who would expect that of someone but then i thought about it and i thought about like the religious aspect of it and i don't really think it's that different in some ways it might be stronger than that well you know obviously it's easy to make fun of because like we're just allowed to for some reason with vegans but i i agree with you it's not crazy for her to be like this is the type of person i want to be with because we'll have a lot in common it's crazy of her to demonize him for being like, uh, I'll give it a shot because he's never done this before. Right. Like, like the, now you're seeing his version of giving it a shot. Like, he might not even know that. Like, to me, I'd be like, I would forget that eggs are a part of a vegan lifestyle. I And I know that's crazy to think, but like, I would forget so, certain aspects. So what I'm saying, what do you, what if he's like, I just like, I can't, I, you know, this isn't the food dietary uh, life for me it's a deal breaker <laughs> i mean i remember when Je- jess and i first met what do you she think was, she should do i think it's a deal breaker you gotta you gotta end it you're you're already the minute you're come you're like relating these things to to be personally offensive is the minute you're not a match like she writes this email of like that he isn't trying after he say he will like she now makes it a much more like much more serious offense like he said he would try Mm -hmm. he's giving it a shot he had whipped cream on his coffee like i'm sure that was a mistake i'm sure that wasn't done to piss you off as a vegan like i'm sure that wasn't like like done purposely to make you make you like to show you that he won't be controlled right but it can feel like that when 
you know, the minute it gets to that point where you're, it, it becomes this like personal affront to who you are when I don't think that was his end goal, then you're just not the match for each other. It's just you're going to end up resenting each other, I think. Yeah, I could, I could kind of agree with that. I mean, unless she's like really willing to work with him and he's like really trying to do that thing. But I think it's, it requires both people being really honest in the sense yeah. of him being like, listen, like, I respect your choice to do this. It's not for me. I'm going to, I'm not going to do this. You can do this. Um, I, and I'll, you know, be respectful of that, but I'm not going to do that. And then she either has to accept it or be like, I need to find someone who's more on the same page as me. I mean, I mean, when you, if I left a cafe with someone I was dating and they go, you know, um, if you're not going to, if you're not going to be vegan, this isn't going to work out. I'd be like, what, what, what just happened? And they'd be like, you had whipped cream <laughs> with your coffee. I'd be like, Oh shit, you didn't even give me a chance. Like you went straight to this won't work out if you're not vegan. So that means you're personally right. like been you've taken this as like not only I I just think that it's what again, what you just said is totally correct. Like if you're both working on it, like you're both working on it, but like and you're both being honest. Like to me there's a level of dishonesty when you go if you're not going to be vegan, I'm just going to break up. I'll be like well, you didn't even go through the steps right. of, of like asking me about it. This thing isn't like black and white. Right? Yeah. Like I'm trying, you know, I gave it a shot. I think, Let's- right. So she says, is it a deal breaker that I'm asking of him? I think you can ask anything you want of anyone. Of like, course. That's not a deal breaker. Not um, at all. I think it's a deal. Bre- it's more of a deal breaker to just be like, like you kind of, like you said, not even like picking up the nuances of the conversation or just like respecting that someone else is, has a harder time doing the thing that you're automatically doing. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a deal breaker and a half to me. Let's Agreed. do one right. more. They love going to yard sales and consider themselves a local picker, like some, like, like part of some squad. I, I love that. Um, that's you're a green them. flag. That is, they have a hobby. They, they like doing it. It's something to do. You know what I would do? I mean, like, Jess and I on Saturdays. You would love. Sun- they'd be out picking. Yeah, you'd they have can your own go time. do that shit. Like, they got a whole group. I don't have to be a part of it. I mean, also, right now, like, you know, Jess and I are we're walking to Brooklyn just to find something to do on a, on a weekend. Like, there was a plant shop that people were buying plants. Like, I, you know, now's the time. Uh, it, it's a big hobby time, I think, right now. So this would be a nice hobby. I kind of agree. Right, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I actually um, we bef- did. Sorry, what's that? Um, go on. No, I was gonna say we should read that email that we got in response oh, the, to the I was, red flag. I was literally brand. about to bring that up. As really, well. please bring yes. that up. That is this is one of the finest emails that we've ever received. I was so happy. Um, uh, Jordana sent this to me, and I I just gotta say. I think it brings up a great point. We we uh, we both got a really big kick out of this one. I'm gonna yeah. I'll read it. Do you want to read it? I'll read it. Hey, you up podcast? Couple weeks ago, I had my new uh, way out of my league girlfriend come over to meet my family for the first time. I guess I have a large and intimidating family because I have five brothers and no sisters. So my girlfriend was a little nervous to deal with with that level of testosterone. My family also thought it was a big deal because it's not every day a new female meets the family. So my family and I made this fancy-ass steak and potatoes dinner just trying, trying to impress her. 
But at dinner, I noticed her acting a bit strange, but I thought it might be because there are seven males yelling and joking at the dinner table. I thought she was so nervous that she forgot to take a sip of her drink, um, or so I thought. After dinner, she went home, and I didn't think much of it. Fast forward a week, and I'm Zooming with my girl and her friends. I noticed one of them asked me if I was drinking milk during the Zoom. I said no, but I thought the question was odd. Everyone else in the room is dying laughing. Then later in the Zoom, we proceeded to play Red Flag... Women are so obvious when they, as a group, have made fun of you. Yeah. Like the idea of like, are you drinking milk? And then everyone, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Like as if he's going to go, I guess there's nothing in that milk comment. was just nothing. (laughs) I'm like thinking of scenarios where like my friends and I have done the same thing. Just laugh in people's faces. What a loser. Yeah. (laughs) oh got milk and he's like obviously i know there's a thing going on here yeah (laughs) then later in the zoom we proceeded to play red flag or deal breaker i'm no idiot probably because i drink a lot of milk and i know that that group of friends right right into your show often so i listened to your most recent podcast great stuff by the way and i noticed that my girlfriend wrote the red flag or deal breaker about the family drinking milk at dinner wow Um, that was that was a good one we did that with mark manson So I guess I will start with this. Drinking milk is a deal maker. (laughs) There is a reason my brothers and I are all above six feet and have never once broken a bone. I personally have fallen from multiple ladders, crashed a motorcycle into a tree, and gotten T-boned by a car going 25 in my bicycle. As kids, we played a game where literally the objective was to see how many brothers you could throw off the roof of our house. The last one one on the roof won. The The worst my brothers and I got was just a couple of scratches and a membership card to the local emergency room. Never once broke a bone. There was also, there's only one reason you can conclude on why we were immortal. Milk. Milk is delicious <laughs> and nutritious and helps grow big and strong bones. Have you ever seen the ad, Got Milk? It wants people to drink more milk. My brothers and I drink a gallon of milk every night at dinner. We once had a serious conversation about buying a cow because of how much money we spent on milk. Milk is going away just as family dinners are going away. We should bring them back. Our country would be a lot, uh, a lot stronger for it, um, or at least they would have bigger bones. Let's end the milk stigma together. So I, I guess my question is, red flag or deal breaker? My girlfriend asked podcast if what I did was a red flag or deal breaker. That's a great email. Um, I like that milk has become a part of his political campaign. <laughs> it's um, a one one issue. Uh, a, a one issue platform. candidate. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> He is apparently one of the Gronkowski brothers. Like (laughs) (laughs) they just wrestling on roofs. He's like, Um, yeah, I was hit by a truck and I never, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yeah, it's all that milk. Um, I got to say, it was so funny because I thought that email was great. uh, The awareness of the email is great. I can't. Hearing now about the family dynamic, like the milk makes more sense. Totally. When it's five brothers and they're all competing and they're all probably like these fucking cavemen and they're just trying to one up each other in the weight room or some shit. I just imagine the Gronkowski brothers like the milk like. You would assume they drink. Yeah, it's all wholesome. It's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm with him. It's a deal maker because <laughs> it would be weirder if they were all having like champagne at dinner and like there was like a right a whole like uh, all the different silverware from the outside in. Like I, I, right? I, I, I think I would find the dynamic like kind of cute and like appealing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And she probably did too. She was probably just like, this is like, well, I read it to, I read the email to Jess and she was like, milk at dinner. Oh, that's insane. (laughs) And I was like, you're insane. That's crazy to care that much about. If anything, like we should all be aspiring to date the person who can sit as an adult with their five siblings having a nice glass of milk. I think that's a nice... And then they all go upstairs and toss each other (laughs) off the roof. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) for one last roof toss. Well, Jordana, another fantastic episode. We did it again. Agreed. This was fun. Um, fun. Enjoy South Carolina. We're here every Wednesday. Keep tagging your friends and our videos. Share, share, share. Make it your Instagram story. Anything else? I think that's it. We'll see you next week. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at at UUPpod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.